0: Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Yeah, Here's Ken and Trent. Hey
1: welcome back to 1 o'clock hour, Ken Miller show. Trent Conner and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Todd Fredrickson, president of the Iowa Wild, at about one40 40. Uh, Rob Doster, NBC Sports College Basketball Talk, coming up at about one fifteen. Trent, let's squeeze, because before we know it, it's going to be Cubs season. Yeah. Meaning, I hope the Cubs are real good, so we have uh, a talker, or segment killer, as we inch closer to football. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know what? At the end of the day, the U. Darvish, Jake Arrieta, if you could only have one argument that was out there for a couple of weeks... Uh, and I was an Arietta guy just essentially for what he did with the Cubs. I'm not sure, I mean, I'm, look, who's to say if you Darvish was in that rotation when they had their World Series win and the, uh, the couple of years leading up to that to put him on the precipice of finally getting there, uh, that they wouldn't have done it without Darvish. But uh, apparently Theo Epstein reached out to um, Jake Arietta, uh, essentially like – Within an hour of Darvish becoming official, and said, "This is what we're doing. This is what we're paying him. Where are you at?" Mm-hmm. And Arietta would would not commit, so he's still holding out there. Um, so Theo did the right thing, I think, by you know uh, affording his one of his guys an opportunity to come back into the fold. But when he blinked, you Darvish signs. Cubs are better, I think. Well, I don't think it's close the two going forward either. No, I agree. One's younger, one's...
2: yeah, I, I Damaged think, goods, and mm-hmm. when Darvish is right... Although Darvish, didn't he miss a year
1: with Tommy John?
2: He did a few years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, tipping pitches in the World Series and wasn't, that's, wasn't and, great. And
1: the, no, but the Astros admitted that, mm-hmm. that they knew what was coming.
2: He is elite, though. The movement he has on his pitches. Crazy, is, isn't it? He he can nibble a little mm-hmm. too much. He can throw too many pitches. I mean, he he can kind of fall into that... Go with what's your best, but with that organization, what we've seen them do, I think this is a absolute slam dunk, very, very worth the money. I agree. You have to overpay for guys like this, mm-hmm. but what they paid didn't seem out of line I, to be. I agree
1: with you, and as Cappy will tell us on Wednesday, this is an organization that is printing money now, but they're going to add another printer. <laughs> the hotel's about to open. Yep. What they've done around Wrigley Field, all of that um, uh, gutting of that area and rebuilding it to look like kind of have a, not a feel of Fenway Park, but more um, commerce opportunities, for mm-hmm. more opportunity for the Cubs to continue to print money. They're, they've got it. Why not spend it and put a winner on the field? And they're doing
2: that. They're They're doing it the right way. They're not being overly crazy about it. I did have this thought, though. So... My team, the Twins, were involved. Mm-hmm. The Brewers
1: were involved. Now, but apparently, they're involved in Arietta. Did you see that? Who are the Brewers? The Twins. I hate well, that. the Brewers, for sure. Yes. Yeah. But down the list, like three or four teams, there's the Natties, there's the Brew Crew, but your Twins are mentioned.
2: I would prefer Cobb or Lynn
1: mm-hmm. at Cheaper.
2: A redu- at a reduced price, mm-hmm. as opposed to Arietta. That's just me. But
1: And I think Arietta wants to play in the National League, because he likes to hit. Yeah. And he's a good hitter.
2: So, you're for the Cubs. pitcher. You got yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Yankees trying to stay under the tax threshold this year. Mm-hmm. Dodgers same. As everyone's looking at next year's free agent class, isn't this this the year to pounce then? And yeah,
1: sure looks like it to me.
2: Not just Darvish, but boy, I mean, and then let's
1: not forget, it's not like they were miles away from it last year. They
2: Greg, they Greg played, Holland, no, well, nobody wants to pay for him. There you go, JD Martinez. Mm-hmm. I, where do you play? I get mm-hmm, all that,
1: but. Mm-hmm. You don't like Morrow as the closer? You have too many questions there? Think they, they can upgrade concerns. still? Yes, he, can he's and, had them.
2: And then Morrow is an 8th any guy, and everyone moves down a peg. Carl Edwards pitches the seventh. It's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Because everyone's waiting for next year. Mm-hmm. I like where you're going here. Don't, don't wait for next year. Do it now. Mm-hmm. And get some free agents that are pretty dang good at a reduced price.
1: for one On a one-year deal. You
2: know, we, we hear so much with Billy Bean. It was market inefficiencies was that his turf? It feels like we have one of those right now. Uh-huh. Now for the Brewers, though they are doing things this offseason, maybe that's the Well they the line still got to work on their, their rotation. Yes, absolutely. Same thing for the Twins, but a different degree. The Cubs are they are in that upper echelon, the upper crust.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And when everybody else is zigging, how about you zag? Mm-hmm. Bring in J.D. Martinez. Bring in
1: I heard the Diamondbacks are reigniting talks with him. That's where he finished the year last year.
2: Yeah. Red Sox have been kind of the long favorite yeah, for that. Right.
1: And if they really wanted him, I'm guessing that the Red Sox would have signed him already. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a snake again. Going I really do. there. Yeah. Just if you're a team
2: at that level, a thought that popped into my head over the weekend, are they done? Should they be done?
1: Well, I like your closer. Yeah. I, 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 I could see that. I like moral. I do. I, I do, I, uh... but you 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 hit the nail on the head. There's been injury problems there in the past. And if it's not him then you're forced to probably way overpay in the middle of the season to go yes. out and get something. Well, we've seen and that the for farm middle system, relievers
2: anymore, not just sure, closers. That's, that's
1: a good point. And it's not like the farm system, um, they they certainly don't have the bodies that they had prior right. to them going out and making those deals in the years leading up to this. So, look, I think, I think if you're a Cubs fan, and I know there's a lot of you listening to the sound of our voices, I think you've got to feel pretty good about where your team's going mm-hmm. 48 hours before pitchers and catchers report.
2: The Cardinals. So ridiculous. Think of the free agents out there. I know. There's guys showing up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Some camps open tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And we still have dozens of of names. Huge names. The only market outside of Holland that is closed has been relievers. Relievers early on. There was a bunch of them that went. Mm -hmm. Since then, so many guys. There's... There's 50 name guys just So you'd waiting. like to
1: see them go out and get one more piece and maybe the back. And they are, where are they? They are, I think, eight, what did I see? About eight million. So they don't have a ton before they go over the cap. Okay. And they have to pay the luxury tax. I think it's 200, it's 197, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're at about a buck 90, I want to okay. say. Okay, well,
2: and how does that work come trade deadline if you- Bring in a salary that bumps the over the flexibility mm-hmm. might be important to have.
1: Well, and and that that obviously would reduce the salary because a whole bunch of it's been paid by yeah. that by that part of the calendar. So maybe a little bit more likely that they do do that as a you know July dead die or waivers at the in September or in August in advance of September. So yeah, I can see where I can see your point there. Look, they're the, they're the favorites to win. They were the favorites to win the Central. Before Darvish signed, mm-hmm. now that he has signed, if you're a Cubs fan, you're giddy.
2: Yeah, it's by buy that ticket now. It's a lock.
1: I think so. I
2: I, I struggle to see Cardinals or walk
1: No, no, I I don't I'm with you. All right, set the rotation, Trent Madden. <laughs> is Lester still just get the ball? I think he's gotta be the he's gotta be your opening day starter. But then what? Hendricks? Dar- Darvish Darvish is two. Darvish is two. Hendricks? Hendricks 3, Quintana 4, Chatwood 5. And then you got the lefty split on the
2: front end of it. Because Chatwood is still kind of, he's not the great unknown, but he's the guy that doesn't have the same resume as the other
1: guys. But he comes with that, I pitched in Colorado. Yes, yep. Uh, therefore, I'm going to be better now than I get out of the mile high air. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's the great. I agree. I agree. Of the of the fi- of the five, he's the one you don't know about. Mike Montgomery wants to start, but there he's going back to the bullpen,
2: which is fine, right? Mm-hmm. Swing guy that can do a lot of things. for And you.
1: Madden goes to. I mean, in the in the dog days of summer, Joe Madden is he finds a six starter, which
2: is and Montgomery's going to be, be that deal. guy. You do it. Instead of having a guy get 33 starts over the course of the season, mm-hmm. he gets 30 or 31. Now was he
1: forced to because of uh, area? Area, yes. yeah, last yeah. year.
2: But I, it's something that he has toyed with before, uh-huh. and I, I think every manager should do it. I do too. Le- leading into the All Star break, we're going to get a little extra time mm-hmm. here in beginning of August. We'll get a little bit more time. It just it makes sense. We see how taxing it is, and how guys' careers can completely fall apart. Thirty-three starts, and plus the most important time. You want their guys at some, at least somewhat rested, right?
1: Well, uh, yes, I agree with you. Look, the, this team there's going to be playoff baseball on yes. the North Side, of Chicago yes. again this year. It would be a, I, I think it's fair to say, even though they haven't even <laughs> they got a buck sixty-two to play, be a huge upset if they're not playing in October. Oh yeah, I mean meaningful baseball in October. Right.
2: Worst case scenario. What's the worst case scenario for this team? Eighty-five wins,
1: and that still probably wins that division. Maybe eighty-six, eighty-five, eighty-six in there.
2: At the very least, you get one of the wild card spots.
1: Yeah, no, they'll win that division. If they don't win that division, I, I like upset. what Milwaukee's done with yeah. their outfield. I do. They, I do. They got, they got a. But re-
2: Junior Guerrero is one of your starters. Doesn't exactly yeah. get you revved up.
1: And just seeing the uh, one of the other ones, right? And. Yeah. No, I'm with you. We'll take a timeout. We'll talk college basketball. We will pick Rob Doster's brain. NBC Sports. Did CBS... Sell Boy, Jerry Palm looks like a fish out of water on that set, doesn't he? <laughs> I mean, pressure your suit. Be- he, he kill? He's you know. better in print. Yeah, because you don't television. have to wear a suit. Yes. Uh, it's just like... God, I'm no slave to fashion, but that was oof. Uh, We'll take a time out. Rob Doster comes up next. Ken Miller Show, Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG.
2: The 2018 State Wrestling Tournament is coming to 1700 KBGG. February 15th through the 17th on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG.
3: Well, it's that time of year again. Tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 11 Advantage Financial and Tax Services
4: is your child an animal lover? Host their birthday party at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. The birthday guests will experience a mock adoption and take home their own plush animal. There will be face painting and also a visit from cuddly animals. This two-hour birthday party will allow time for birthday cake, gift opening, and a tour of the facility. We are now accepting reservations for next month. Get more information at arl-iowa.org/backslash/birthdays.
0: When hiring, you don't have time to waste. You need to get to a short list of qualified candidates fast. That's why you need Indeed.com. Daryl is hired with Indeed. Using the site saves me a lot of time. It makes my job so much easier. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive dashboard. Your time is precious. Let Indeed help you get to your short list of qualified candidates. Post a job at
5: Indeed.com hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. The reason I went into
3: consulting? Because I love hunting for paperwork. Not because I like developing plans to help small businesses grow. <laughs> no, I'm busy searching high and low for a proposal that I had in my hand like a minute ago. Yippee! Staples wants you to spend your
2: time doing what you really love. That's why we have organizational solutions for any business, so you can clear the clutter and focus on the job at hand.
3: Ah, here it is. Uh, nope, that's a Chinese
4: takeout menu. Staples less mess equals more success.
2: On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check afsp.org slash Iowa For more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, online, AFSP.org slash Iowa.
4: I know,
1: I know, I know. You picture a flag flying and it's almost always against a clear blue sky
3: on a sunny summer day, right? Well, it doesn't have to be. Flag guy here. Nothing wrong with a flag flying in the middle of winter. Your favorite team's colors would do well to break up the bleak, cold time of year. Besides, with the football playoffs, basketball getting great, and spring ball just around the
1: corner, it's a great time to fly your flag. Shop Heartland Flag Poles and Flags, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or take free shipping when you shop online at heartlandflags.com.
5: Hey, honey, going to the chicken coop to watch the game.
6: Whoa, football season is over. What game?
5: Uh, the basketball, soccer, hockey game, uh, race. Oh,
6: big fan of those sports now, are we?
5: Yeah, yeah, always. You know me. You're really just
6: going for the wings and beer, aren't you?
5: Pretty much. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, buddy, the Chicken Coop knows what's up. The games are great, but the real MVPs are the flame-broiled
4: wings in beer at your favorite sports bar. The Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill, West Des Moines and Irvingdale.
0: Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Conlon on 1700.
1: Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent, I read the piece on the front page of the sports section, today's Des Moines Register, uh, and I did not notice the just embarrassing typo. Uh, it's about Reed Timmer, Drake's all time mm-hmm. leading score, uh, all time leading score, dot, 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 and impressive student. I mean, you spelled student wrong.
3: Uh, come uh, on. Yeah.
1: I mean, Zach Krieglow is so busy sucking up to the guys down the dial, hoping that they'll put him on the radio. Mm hmm. That he, right, you've got a sports section to put out every day. And I know that there's been cuts in this business, and I hate it because I'm a newspaper junkie. But when you've got a, the, the, your main story on the front page of your paper, and you spelled student wrong. And Zach Krieglow let that paper go to print. I like these guys. I'm a huge Tommy Birch, Randy Peterson, Chad Lustico, Mark Emmert. Who am I missing in the sports section?
2: Well, and then you get Matt Cain on, on the uh, Bane on on the recruiting.
1: There you go. They've got some great guys over there yep. working real hard, but Krieglo, wake up. Sudan. Sudan. Quit kissing, you know what, you're a newspaper guy. They don't they don't want you on the radio, but they feel bad for you.
2: Not a very good student.
1: No, not, no, I guess he wasn't. He must have missed that class. Spelling. Uh let's uh switch gears. Rob Doster talks college basketball with us, and we appreciate that he does. College basketball talk, part of NBCSports.com. Rob Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Rob Doster?
7: I was doing great until uh until you were talking about you didn't want writers on the radio. No, no, I was no. really nervous. <laughs> I got I gotta step up. I gotta bring my
1: A game today. I'm a newspaper junkie, Rob Doster. I've been reading it since I learned I learned to read in the sixties with the sports page. Um anyways, let's uh let's talk about the here and now. I spent a lot of time getting up the speed on quadrants this past weekend. I um I guess the new format, the new way that the committee is going to look at this thing escaped me, and I understand how. I mean, it's so ensconced in football. Um, Your thoughts right off the bat, when you heard about the quadrants, did you like it? Is it going to be a learning curve for the public out there? And are they doing the right thing, Rob?
7: Yeah, I think so. You know, as the the saying always goes, it's so hard to win on the road in college basketball, right? So then why are we valuing – home wins the same way that we're valuing road wins, which is essentially what we were doing. We were saying that a top 50 road, if you beat the number 45 team in the RPI at home, it's worth the exact same amount as if you beat the number 45 team on the road.
5: And that's just not true.
7: And uh, the, the numbers bear it out. And the people that are smarter than me with really powerful calculators and computers mm-hmm. that can figure all this stuff out, they uh, they say as much. So I, I think it's the, right, it's the right move to make. Um, my biggest issue, to be frank, is that it doesn't really matter how you group the numbers and you group the wins, as long as it's the RPI that is the number that you to do the grouping. I just I don't think that the RPI is anywhere near the best metric that we could use, uh, but that will eventually change. My understanding of it is like this. They, the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee, the Men's Basketball Committee, the people that make these decisions. They don't want to have to make a change and then in like four years be like, well, you know what? We messed this up. Mm. Let's go back and we're going to change it and then we're going to do this. And we're going to do this. And we're, going to do this and we're going to do this. They want to make a change and have that change be last and be permanent. And that makes sense. So they're putting some research in and they're trying to figure out the best way that they can come up with one metric that will be both results-based and have some kind of predictive quality. So. When it comes down to it, the, 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 the names you always hear are going to be the RPI and Ken Palm. And for people that don't know, the difference between the RPI and Ken Palm is that Ken Palm is predictive, which essentially means that the team that's ranked at the top, which is, I believe, it's Virginia right now, and the Villanova second, and then on down, on a neutral court, those are the teams that are going to win. If you are ranked above the team below you, you're going to be predicted to beat the team below you on a neutral court. But the RPI is based; it has nothing to do with predictions. It's based entirely on what you've accomplished and how strong your resume is. Meaning that it's all about the wins and losses. It takes nothing into account over how many, like how much you won by. A one-point win in the RPI is worth the same amount as a thirty-point win in the RPI. Whereas in Ken Palm, a one-point win is worth nowhere near as much as a thirty-point win. On the other hand, on Ken Palm. Let's let's go the Ohio State game, right? Ohio State at Purdue. Okay. Bates Bateschop tips in that ball with three seconds left, and Ohio State wins at Purdue because of one missed box out, right? And they end up winning that game by one point instead of losing that game by one point. Well, what the, the Ken Palm says is that that basket right there doesn't matter all that much in the algorithm that he puts together, meaning that it doesn't affect having that one shot going, that, that, that shot that made the difference in the final score, doesn't really necessarily mean all that much of a difference in how Ken Palm and his algorithms view those two teams. And that makes sense. I get that because I don't want to call it lucky or fluky or anything like that, but sometimes plays like that happen, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes Miles Bridges makes a game winner. Sometimes that game winner bounces off the back of the rim, right? So Ken Palm values those that one shot. It's just one shot that happened in a 40-minute basketball game, whereas the RPI looks at it, It's entirely different. Since the RPI is only based on results, Kata Bates' shot making that shot changes everything about how the RPI views the results of that game. And um, and it's just, it's two different ways to look at it. And and, and the complicating factor in it is this you should want some of those properties of the RPI to come out in in these formulas, right? Like, otherwise, why do we even care about who wins and loses the game? Why do we even care and get all excited that, that k to base shot made a game with a shot? Why do we get so excited when, um, when you get a last-second buzzer beater? Why is, is five seconds left in the timeout and the ball the other end of the floor? Why is it the most tense moment in college basketball in the sport? You want those last-second shots to matter. The results need to matter. You need a results-based metric, but it could be a better results-based metric than what the RPI simply is. So that's a long way of saying what it comes down to is they're trying to figure out how they're going to be able to get the properties that we want of RPI into this formula while also incorporating properties of things like KPI and Ken palm and Sagarin
0: ratings and all that kind of stuff
2: Rob with uh that and uh, a good overview of of where we at today at today, we find out the top sixteen from the selection committee like they they more than likely had not gone through that with the fine tooth comb like they will when we get to the actual bracket but I know a lot of people, a lot of hand-wringing about Oklahoma being included in the mix. We saw them in our state uh, with the loss to Iowa State. Where are you at on the Sooners? Are they a top-16 team in your estimation right now?
7: No, hmm. they're not a top-16 team. Um, I, I think that you can make the argument that they have a top-16 profile simply because they've been able to go out and, and get some wins. And they have, I want to say they had, they have six top uh, six Quadrant One wins right now, which is fourth most in all of college basketball. So they've landed some wins. The problem with simply looking at the, the looking at number of Quadrant One wins is that that looks at the win over the 75th-ranked team on the road as the same as beating the number five-ranked team on the road. So it's a little bit difficult to simply look at it like that. It also doesn't take into account the fact they've lost eight games. They've lost six of the last eight games. Hmm. And... Three in a row now. So when I'm doing these rankings, I think you have to keep that in mind because, yes, Oklahoma did a lot of good things at the start of the year, but they're not the same team now that people have kind of figured out a way to slow down Trey Young. So uh, to me, that was kind of a snapshot at a moment in time where things are changing. And if I had to guess, I would say that Oklahoma, uh, by, this, by the time this thing all plays out, is going to end up somewhere in the five, six, seven range uh, more
1: than they are top four seed. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Rob Doster, NBC Sports, is with us. Rob, uh, Michigan State, Purdue, heavyweight tilt Saturday afternoon. It was as good as advertised bridges with a huge, huge bucket. But what I found interesting was the way was Izzo's game plan to prevent Purdue from doing the damage that they've done on the perimeter, and that's just putting one guy on Haas. Now, I know Michigan State's roster is certainly built to do that with the amount of bigs that they could throw at him, and Jackson and Ward or Goins or, um, but is that the blueprint you think? Do you think teams will try and do what Izzo did let Haas get his don't double him, let him go mano a mano but make sure that the uh, guys on the perimeter aren't open for those threes that they love to shoot
7: Yeah, the, the, the way that one big Ten assistant coach phrased it to me was this Purdue beats you with threes they don't beat you with Isaac Haas uh-huh. and I think that's what it kind of comes down to and uh the, the one thing that kind of plays a role in this, though, is that Michigan State is uniquely suited to being able to slow down Isaac Haas because they have, like, 17 kids on that team that are between, like, 6'8", and 6'11", and 260 pounds and 290 pounds. Like, they just have a bunch of big bodies that they can roll through there. And, uh, you know, perfect example, Gavin Schilling he might have played the best game of the year against Purdue because all he had to do was sit there be really big and be really strong and try to keep Isaac Haas from being able to get position. Uh, The interesting part about that, though, is Haas doesn't really get fouled. You know, he only got he he took twenty two shots the other night and only got to the foul line once.
1: Hmm.
7: It was an and one. So, um, the the long and short of it, I guess, is probably that that is the way right now for you to be able to beat them. But you have to figure that Matt Painter is going to find a way to make an adjustment. He's too good of a coach not to be able to find a way to make an adjustment and. Um, something is going to change with the way that Purdue plays, uh, and that's just kind of how the ebb and flow of a basketball team works. Um, So something's going to change, and it's going to end up working, and then we're going to see uh, it's all going to come together at the end. I still think Purdue is probably one of the top five, six teams in the country.
2: Let's go to the Big 12. And here we are, almost halfway through February, and Kansas is a game back. Rob, does it happen? Does the rate of terror, as Cyclone fans call it, does it come to an end this season? No. <laughs> I, I
7: kind of think it does for a couple of reasons. Um, one of them is that I just think that Texas Tech is so, so, so good this year. The way that they can defend, the way they get out, and, and they can kind of chase you up the three-point line, the way that they can force turnovers, and the fact that they just... They are never going to take a night off. They are never not going to be playing hard. So... I think that certainly plays a role in it. I think that the fact that Texas Tech still has a home game against Kansas plays a role in it as well. Um, But the biggest thing is I I just – you can't convince me that this Kansas team is the kind of Kansas team that's great. And now we've seen Kansas teams that weren't great end up winning the Big 12 regular season title outright before and win a share of it. And we've seen teams that were probably better than Kansas end up finding a way to win things down the stretch and find or find a way to, to blow it down the stretch so let Kansas end up having that Big 12 title. It happened in, uh, let's say, 2013. There's, there's like four or five examples. I think 2013 is the best one, though, because on the last day of the regular season, Kansas State and Kansas were tied first place in the Big 12, and Kansas ended up losing that day by 23 points to Baylor, and Kansas, could, Kansas State could not get the job done. They lost on the road as well. So that, that's just... That's kind of what happens. I think teams kind of realize, like, oh, hey, we might be able to to set a little bit of history here, and then they can't necessarily get the job done. I don't think Texas Tech will be overwhelmed by that fact, simply because I don't think those kids on Texas Tech, like, I I think they're just wired differently. So I think this is going to be the year where they can actually get this done. Um, But like I said, it's all going to come down to whether or not Texas Tech can beat Kansas at home when they get
3: that opportunity to do it.
1: Rob, uh, we appreciate the fact you're going to be you were with us today, and we appreciate the fact you're going to be with us at this time each and every Monday right through Championship Monday. Thank you, Rob Doster. Uh, we'll talk to you next week.
7: Always a pleasure, guys.
1: Good to talk to you. Rob Doster, NBCSports.com College Basketball Talk. Trent, was that his site, do you know? I mean, because Florio Pro Football Talk, no, and they all no. got... So it, he was just a...
2: NBC Sports writer, and they, they just branded their whole site that got way. Gotcha. Hardball Talk. And yeah. That's the NBC Sports kind of branding, if you will. Okay.
1: Is that. Yep. So he didn't own the domain when somebody saw the success of Florio's go out and get all the other sports and put talk on the end. And... No,
2: I think it's just NBC, their website, that's kind of the niche that they're, gotcha. they're hitting with the,
1: the verbiage. Well, know. glad to have Rob aboard. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do some bracketology tomorrow at this mm-hmm. time, right? Shelby, Shelby Mast, yep. USA Today. He's been with us for a long time. He'll be back uh, tomorrow for the first time. Look forward to that. Todd Fredrickson from the Iowa Wild is with us next. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG.
0: News, talk, Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com.
2: Or online, washersystems.com. Camp Sunnyside
5: a boat ride, is Joey's favorite thing, to
4: do. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We
2: have so much fun. I
4: Eastersealsia.org Running low on the stuff you need, time for a target run. We're here for all the big moments, and the little ones, too. Like getting a dozen roses for just $17.99, and totally making their Valentine's Day extra special. Or getting one for them, one for you, dove milk, and dark chocolate hearts, two for $7. For the hard to please, Get 10% off all fragrances, including Viva La Juicy. Get low prices on thousands of items today and every day. Target run and done. Pricing may vary, restrictions may apply. When you run a growing business, you wear a lot of hats. The I ordered it hat, the Mr. Fix It hat, the it's taken care of because I handled it yesterday hat. My favorite hat, my I received an order from Granger hat. I look my best in that one. Granger's got the products I need and gets me them when I need them. No matter what hat I'm wearing that day. You know what? I love Granger. You know why? Because Granger's got my back. Call ClickGranger.com or stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: The 2018 Iowa High School State Wrestling Tournament is coming to 1700 AM KBGG. Catch myself Trent Condon on the call Thursday February 15th through the state championships on Saturday February 17th. We'll keep you up to date with play-by-play of all the local wrestlers from across Central Iowa. Tune in to 1700 for the State Wrestling Tournament on your home for high school sports 1700 KBGG. The State Wrestling Tournament is presented by Renovated Solutions. Thank you about renovating, don't just think about it. Do it with Renovate It
1: Solutions. Carrie Hands Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements No checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.com. Hey guys,
2: Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it, a new year upon us. A happy 2018. No, a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines. So many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Leaf
4: You know,
1: guys, we've got it pretty good. Going to games, watching sports on TV, listening to sports talk radio. We never really stop with sports. So maybe with Valentine's Day just around the corner, you ought to get her something special from Heartland Flag Poles and Flags. Did you know that we carry a huge selection of home decor and furnishings? We do. Art piece poles. We have a huge selection. She'll love the one you pick out for her.
3: And best of all, she'll know that you're actually listening to her or at least got lucky because you went to Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. 3719 Southwest 9 in Des Moines or heartlandflags.com.
8: Restaurant. Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road. And tell them the Adams family sent you. All
1: right, let's go.
0: Let's go.
8: Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh,
0: man, I love it. I love it. Huge buck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
1: Right, welcome back. Uh, continuing on here, it's the final segment of the Ken Miller Show for a Monday. Jimmy B and TC, they got a couple more hours of local talk during your drive home later on this afternoon from 4 until 6. Well, as promised, we're going to talk some Iowa Wild. They made a couple of big announcements uh, we're heading into the weekend. Had another uh, nice crowd on Saturday for the uh, Pink in the Rink promotion that they do each and every year and another unqualified success. We'll uh, get Todd Fredrickson here, the president of the hockey club, and he joins us. Todd and Ken, thanks for coming on, Todd Fredrickson. How are you, sir?
6: Great, thanks for having me on, guys. Terrific. Uh, great weekend down at Wells Fargo Arena this weekend.
1: So. Yeah, and you had some news. Yeah.
6: Well,
1: then that's very Good important, time. no doubt about that. Uh, as, as you continue this playoff push, currently sitting second in the Central Division, but you made some news off the ice, and I and I think that. Um, you know the preseason game is going to be great. Don't don't get me wrong, but the fact that you guys extended that lease uh, another five years just awesome because you're building momentum. Would have hate to see anything uh, kind of uh, stunt that growth, if you will. Congratulations on that.
6: Thank you so much. I'm only sad we didn't have your Winnipeg Jets yeah. playing against us, but uh, <laughs> we'll do that in the future. Good. Um, but uh, having uh, you know having a preseason game is something that we've really been fighting for 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 a number of years to ha- make that happen and minnesota's been terrific about it um the dates just haven't worked out in the past and, and to be able to announce this um in conjunction with a uh, five-year lease extension with Wells fargo arena is, is really something that we set out from day one to say hey you know what hockey at this level didn't work uh before this version of hockey is not only going to work it's going to thrive here in des moines and, and i think we made a statement with that last week
2: so uh, the preseason game, you get the Blues coming in. Was that also important, trying to find a, a local team to come along with it? Uh, it? might be a little bit different if it was the Florida Panthers. But, yeah. but getting another yep. local team here, is that something that you guys were shooting for?
6: Absolutely. We, uh, you know, we're, we're working with St. Louis to try and grow fans, not only in this region, but um, we went and played a preseason game in Kansas City last year against the St. Louis Blues. Um, you know, really engage the fans down in that area. We thought it would be great for them to come up here in Des Moines. Um, you hear there are Blues fans in town, no question. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the you know the fact that folks from Kansas City only be able to drive a few hours up to Des Moines and, and St. Paul's only three and a half hours away just makes a lot of sense for us to have it and, and really be able to showcase the NHL product. Uh, to fans here in Des Moines. Um, well, I think it'll be terrific, and we look forward to packing the arena on September 19th of next
1: year. Yeah, I agree with you, and the fact that it's two Central Division teams and these two teams play such a battle during the regular season, it'll be nice to see them, and I and I anticipate that the Wild will be very good to you as well, meaning that you know they'll send, like a Jason Zucker, whose career is really taking off, guys that maybe launched their Wild career down here, and some of the stars that were in the NHL prior to you guys getting here, like a Parisi, I could See him coming back, maybe a Ryan Suter, maybe a Devin Dubnik, but I just get the sense that the uh, that the parent club is going to be very, I don't know, generous might not be the right word, but they'll try and do the best that they can to get some of the big names here.
6: No question, and everybody knows in the preseason it's not not the full lineup that's usually going, but it's my understanding uh, that it's a full team event anyway. So regardless of uh, the players in, in the game, they're going to be sending the whole team down. So. Might be some opportunity for fans to potentially meet some players they might they might not be able to to see play in the game. Um, it, it, you know what? It, it, again, it's showcasing the national elite brand and talent in Des Moines. I think it will be great. The Blues will be doing the same thing in terms of um, you know a good mix of players. I'm sure in their lineup as well too. So just fun, cool, neat. Des Moines loves these big type of uh, uh, you know promotions and and they usually uh, well supported in the past. Like so I don't imagine anything different about an NHL preseason. Game.
2: Well, the initial press release said it'll be the first ever NHL game in the state of Iowa, and then saw some uh, people, Dan McCool, huh. formerly of the Register, he was one of them, saying, wait, 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 back in 1984, yeah. there was a game at old McElroy Auditorium in Waterloo. Uh, so yeah. well, did you get some emails to say, all right, now we got to change the press release, great?
6: So look, I've gotten emails that said it was an Ames, <laughs> Waterloo, so, so no, no one's, you know, I, I think we're still waiting on the official word. So, I, I you know, we've, We've modified our statements to the first ever NHL game at Wells Fargo Arena, just, just to make sure the uh, the internet searchers, uh, you know, don't prove us wrong. So, yeah, regardless of it being the first NHL game or not, um, it's certainly going to be quite a showcase. It's certainly the Minnesota Wild's first uh, preseason game or NHL game down here in Des Moines. So, we look forward to potentially building on these types of events. in
1: as well. I'm a subscriber to The Athletic. There was a great piece written, I think it published, either yesterday or Saturday, on the advantages of having the AHL team as in close proximity to the parent club. Uh, there's a couple of that are right in the same city. Of course, Manitoba plays in the, in the sure. same place in Winnipeg. You guys are 200 miles away. You were a part of that article in Zach Parisi, I think was mentioned by Bob McKenzie. It, it's a great relationship having it as close uh, as the uh, two cities are.
6: No question, and you know we've got fans that are going up on a regular basis. Um, it's just a few hours up the road. We had we had one ticket holder put up on social media the other day that they had the Iowa Wild game on Friday night, the Minnesota Wild game on Saturday wow. night. Um, so you, you wouldn't be able to do that in a previous situation where we were down in Houston and in Minnesota was uh, up in St. Paul. So I, I just think from uh, you know fans being able to follow players as they move up and down I thirty five uh makes a ton of sense. Um, we're taking a group of sponsors up to a game on, on this Saturday as well, too. So that connection to the NHL brand, um, I think, is valuable for our fans, but also from a hockey ops mm-hmm. and a player development standpoint. we got our executive group that can come down and see guys developing, see who's playing well who's ready to make that shot and uh, jump to the National Hockey League. So I think it's it's great from both aspects.
1: When, when we last spoke with you, Todd, you were cutting the ribbon at uh, outdoor yeah. uh, public skating facilities in Ankeny and Waukee. How's that gone over so far this winter?
6: I mean, it's terrific. We've had a great winter for it, and uh, ice has held up. We, uh, we also had our outdoor um, hockey tournament. saw that. Played, That's uh, awesome. You know That was so cool, and we played out at North River Adventures. Um, we had over 40 teams playing in our first outdoor tournament. So we love this time of year. We you know, I, we had my kids out and I know there's a bunch of other families out on ponds skiing this weekend. Um so, you know, it's just a, it's great to, to go out and enjoy the, the weather while we have it and go out and play some hockey.
1: Uh, every four years, I, I can't wait to watch Olympic hockey. This uh, this one's going to be a little bit different, though. Um, how big of a, a miss? I mean, an a opportun- missed opportunity, I guess, did the NHL. And I get the logistics. It's a 17-hour difference. It's it's hard to interrupt a, a, a regular season schedule, but they've done it before. Um, I, I just think that you know they missed an opportunity to grow the game when they don't send their best to the Winter Olympics. I hope this isn't something that uh, is going to to be, you know, the norm as opposed to, you know, the uh, something we don't see all the time. I miss it this Olympics.
6: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's just, there's something fun about showcasing the world's best talent. I know from an, an American Hockey League standpoint, where our, I think I saw a press release, there's over 135 players in the Olympics that played in the American Hockey League. So we're getting to see a lot of the mm-hmm. folks that, uh, that cut their teeth in this league. Jonathan Blum, who used to play for us, is uh, in the game, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see him. Uh, Minnesota's got a hot young Russian prospect um, that's going to be playing for Team Russia. So you know we'll be able to you know, potentially see some of these up and coming players or um, these stars that have been you know, playing at Wells Fargo Arena, like an opportunity to play on the world stage. I'm still going to be watching. I'm yeah, be I will too. Tuning in and watching—that's yeah. for sure.
1: So I will too. Hey, just one more on Olympics. I know Trent wants yeah. to get uh, jump jump back in here. You know what is too bad, too. Todd is as I tell everybody that will listen, just how the how the United States has narrowed the gap on uh, on Canada, who's you know and sure. I'm my bias is showing, but it's been their game. Yet every single Olympics, the the American team chips away and gets closer and closer in Vancouver. For crying out loud, took him overtime. Uh, there's so much American talent in the National Hockey League that uh, won't get that opportunity. But American hockey, the growth has just been uh, it has been fun to watch.
6: No question. I mean, you see it in these non-traditional hockey markets where you've got kids that now are regularly coming out of California. Um, you've got the Austin Matthews in Scottsdale, Arizona. You've got St. Louis is just an absolute hotbed for cranking out uh, U.S. hockey talent. Um, you know, it's these non-traditional markets. They're taking kids that potentially would have played baseball or football, and they're getting them on skates early. They're falling in love with the sport. That's something that we know. Um, it's, it's really hard to take a kid out of the sport once they start playing it. It's just hard to get them to try it for that first time. So that's you can see that's having a huge impact on the, on the talent at the National League level and, and at the Olympic level for sure.
1: Todd,
2: uh, take us to the parent club up north. Uh, the Wild currently hold the final wild card spot as uh, they get ready for the stretch run. They're going to get in them, at least uh, get in, because, well, we know in the NHL that's really all it takes.
6: Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, they're playing really well right now. Obviously, their their record on home ice is absolutely incredible. Um, that is a tough building to go and play in. The fan base up there is electric. Um, so, you know, uh They start putting a few uh, wins together on the road, and and they'll be just fine. Nick Seeler from the Iowa just got a call-up yesterday, so it'll be real exciting to see him potentially get in the lineup. It'll be his first NHL call-up. Another Minnesota-born kid getting a shot at the NHL, so um, you know they're they're playing really good hockey right now, and I imagine they can continue down the stretch.
1: And last thing, Todd, you guys are on the precipice of uh, making a playoff run, which would be great. It's nice that uh, playoff hockey is going to be downtown Des Moines by all uh, by the looks of things right now. Get in, as Trent said, and just that's all that matters. But it'll be nice that uh, that the Iowa Wild will be playing some postseason hockey. I know that that was uh, uh, one of those things that you put out there that you said prior to the season that it's time, and it looks as though you're getting very close uh, to do. Doing just that?
6: Yeah, our coaching staff has done a terrific job. Uh, there's not one player that's not bought into the whole concept of what we're trying to do here, and you can see it. You can see it in terms of their pride of performance and the way they're supporting each other on the ice. Um, we've got a great team, but we've remained relatively injury-free this year. Um, uh, we've had a few key pickups in signing of Ryan White and Victor Lube. Um These are players that are going to make a difference and an impact here um, as we head down the stretch. So you got you got good young talent. You got that coaching staff that's that's uh, doing all the right things uh, to bring the group together. And and I think the morning's going to see playoff hockey for the first time for sure.
1: I think they will too. Todd, great to talk to you. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on.
6: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Yep, good to talk to you, Todd Fredrickson, the uh, president of the Iowa Wild. As uh, we talk a little local hockey action, they're heading to the playoffs. Trying to be great. It's been a while since they've been there, and be interesting to see just. You know, there's no there's no basketball, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Iowa say are going to be done by yes. then, so um, we'll see. What now? You had a good weekend. I did, yeah. You were due. Oh,
2: tell me about it. My <laughs> bank account agrees. Right,
1: but it's nice to, to start feeling a little bit about uh, some of your picks. I Good. I, yeah. I mean, I use I congratulated you before, but Oklahoma State on the money Oklahoma State, Oklahoma on the money line, massive pick by you. Um, tonight's slate. There's a couple of Big 12 games, Trent, but mm-hmm. I mean Baylor, Texas. I'll watch TCU, West Virginia. I think if I, that's of an appointment two? to yeah, that's appointment to me. That's the one I want to see. Um, of course, both of them still on Iowa State's schedule coming up here. What a week from Wednesday, TCU, and then they go to West Virginia. hmm Yeah,
2: two okay games. Yep. Yes. And
1: it's a but Monday. for a Monday night though, trends is kind of Monday. a letdown, right? I agree Big with you. Monday,
2: where are you at? Yep. We get ready for Super Tuesday, and uh, that'll be good. And Iowa State six o'clock, Kansas, right? Early, yes. Love it. Good for you, bad and, for me.
1: Yeah, bad for you. Uh, but uh, good for me. It'll, and be, a lot, will it'll be a lot
2: of DVR work for me. Uh, you'll catch up. I will. Oh, do you will. have a game? Are you got a high school basketball? No, we have you and I basketball also tomorrow night. Beautiful. And I'm gearing up for wrestling on Thursday. Thursday. Friday, Saturday, we'll have you covered wall to wall. So, wrestling.
1: give us an idea what we're doing here on Thursday and Friday, because I know that you've made me aware that we're going to be a, not preempted but abbreviated.
2: Yes. Right? So Thursday, we will be on from noon to one. Okay. State wrestling coverage then will begin. One will go to four thirty, and then uh, jump into Jimmy B and TC till six o'clock. So nice six hour block there sports, local sports mm-hmm. for you. Friday. Coverage begins 9 a.m. So I'll be on the air, bright and early at 9 a.m. until one o'clock. We'll have a show from one to so two. So you
1: and I do one to two, okay?
2: Jimmy B and TC from four until six, and then the semifinals that evening in Class 3A from 7:30 till nine.
1: Wow, you are going to be busy. Now, I can come to the studios here, and you'll be at Wells Fargo, so that'll work, right? We'll Logistically, it,
2: yep, we'll make it work. We'll okay. get everything rolling, and uh, you know, our standard stuff on a Friday. You know, we'll look ahead to the weekend and. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend. And then we got state championships uh, right after you and I basketball on Saturday evening. We'll jump right in and we'll bring you uh, the finals here on 1700.
1: All right, good stuff. Uh, you and Jimmy B today, what have you got? It's a good question. Uh, <laughs> well, you got a couple hours. <laughs> John
2: Bonacamp will stop by. Uh, great Monday guest during basketball season. He's now, he's an, an AP, AP voter, voter yes. right? Right, right. Uh, the self-proclaimed wise owl <laughs> likes to tell us why he's right on everything. Yeah. So we'll go around and around with uh, John and his newest top 25 coming up at about 420. Wolfgang will be here. Uh, you've been hearing the ads from Christopher's Fine Jewelry. We're two days mm-hmm. away. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day. Christine's going to stop by. And guys, if you're maybe you think about popping the big question. She's going to help us out with a couple questions on that too, so uh, we'll help the guys out a little bit. Some Valentine's gifts. So you're going to help the
1: guys out. You're going to try and talk them out of it. The big no, question. No,
2: no, no. You're you're happily married. I,
1: I am. I'm happily married. See it can work. It, it can happen. And if you at first you don't succeed, as I did, try again. Uh, yes. Uh, got it right the second time. All right. That's four to six here today. Uh, we're back tomorrow. Zuba Mahanti is going to be here. Maybe some bracketology conversation. Yeah, I think it's it's, 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 time. it's time. Right. I, I brought this up earlier. Mm.
2: There is still a path for Iowa State. I know there is. I, 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 I Look, know. I hope they get there. Trust me. I sound like Cyclone '86 no, over on Cyclone Fanatic. I know, but they're they're and it's
1: not that crazy. Trent, they're it's pl- crazy, but they're crazy. They're playing well at home. They've knocked off three top twenty teams at home. Mm-hmm. Will Kansas be number four tomorrow?
2: TCU after that. TCU. Oklahoma after that. State's the most winnable.
1: Yeah, but look what Oklahoma State did this past weekend. How about their wins on the road? My God. That's crazy. That's nuts. We're out of time. We'll talk to you tomorrow at noon. Appreciate you listening. Jimmy B and TC get you home today from 4 until 6. Trent and I are back tomorrow at noon. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG.
0: You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG.
3: Three, three. Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines.
2: When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years, Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, Head Coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on Sunday. 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com.
8: Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down to earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. Show your loyalty to the animals by becoming a member of the Loyal Friends Club at ARL. It's easy to join. All you have to do is make a recurring monthly donation of your choice, even as little as $5 a month, and you're part of the club. The care of one animal for one day is $15, and with hundreds of animals in our care, we rely on people like you to help us continue caring for the animals until they find their forever home. Join the Loyal Friends Club by visiting ARL hypheniowa.org or call 515-473-9107. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and
2: memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com.
1: The way she's always singing, her silly laugh,
4: the way she kisses me hello. This Valentine's Day, I want to turn everything I love about her into the one thing she'll love forever. An engagement ring.
2: It's the Jared Valentine's Day Diamond event, February 1st through the 14th. Save up to $1,000 off any diamond when you buy her setting at Jared. And let our expert jewelers help you find or create the one ring that could only be for her. That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. You
6: don't
0: need more sports. Des Moines, home for sports, news, and a whole lot more. I'm addicted. Yeah, I listen to you all the time. The Big Talker.